0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Tim, are you doing doing holiday shopping yet? Yeah, of course. Then have you been to Movement Watches to check out the watches they have? Well, I'd like to hear more about them, Tom. Tim, you came to the right place. Great. Holiday shopping can be tough, but thanks to Movement Watches, all that gift-giving anxiety can disappear with the press of a button. These watches make the perfect purchase for just about anyone in your life, guy or girl. And remember, Tim... For the last time, I'm telling you, they started only $95. That's that's preposterous, Tom. Uh, You've heard me talk about these watches, Tim. At length. You have one. I have one. I got
0: one for my girlfriend, too, Tom. I didn't even do it. I was stupid. I got to get her a whole separate Christmas gift. I should have just... Yeah, you got
1: to sit on that.
0: I just gave it to her because I was like, happy Sunday,
1: one day. Because it was so cheap. I could just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that kind of gift. Mm Mm-hmm. Now let's finish your holiday shopping and get a movement watch for someone on your list besides your girlfriend maybe your mistress. The holiday shopping, Which se- one? <laughs> holiday shopping season is here with Movement you can skip the crowds and standing in crazy lines at the mall and find a gift they'll love at prices that beat the department stores. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store you're looking at 4 to 500 bucks for this type of watch. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, stylized minimalism, over half a million sold in 160 countries.
0: I like that you were going to say 500,000. Then you were like, you know what? I can, I can represent that half in, a million by saying
1: million in some way. Yeah. Tim? You're in luck because today you can get 15% off with free. Just sh- me? Just, well, uh, I, unless anybody's overhearing this, yeah. then I guess they could take part too. Yeah, what are the odds though? You can get 15% off with free shipping, free global shipping anywhere in the world and free returns by going to movementwatches.com. That's m v slash guide. This watch has a really clean design. Every time I wear it, people are like, hey, nice watch, pal. Now is the time to step up your watch game. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash guide. Join the movement. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing on this steamy evening? Tom, it's mm-hmm. not steamy, just the room that we're in. and I'm No, feeling- it's steamy outside, Tim. Look at it. It's, fi- it's like uh, the whole neighborhood's making out out there fogging up the windows, oh. fogging up the windows to the studio here. Man, that'd be amazing, right? <laughs> if there were that many... No, that'd be horrifying. If there were that... We're up on the fourth floor, Tim. If there are that many people making out on the street below us to steam up these windows... Yeah, it means like the
0: Russians dropped
1: some sort of like uh Love bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I
0: mean... Yeah, sure. They're doing it to distract us from whatever <laughs> from
1: the real issues. Yeah, right.
0: But like, uh, or like, they're gonna like walk into our store. I don't know what the they're name. gonna walk
1: in what and steal. <laughs> Tim, is that what you think the Russians are planning? <laughs> 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 I don't know what
0: the Russians are up to, Tom. Well, it's probably probably something beyond shoplifting. <laughs> Who knows? On a large <laughs> scale, Tom, that's grand larceny. <laughs>
1: that's well, yeah. Yeah, and even, I don't stand. I don't, Tom. I don't know about you, but I don't support grand larceny. Could even be mega larceny. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, uh, think, I don't think another country's ever invaded a country just to shoplift, just pillaging. To steal. That's what pillaging yeah, is. Yeah, but it, that's more from like people's homes and stuff. Like, no country's ever invaded a country and then just like, all right, boys, now just remember, strictly commercial. That's well, who we're stealing from.
0: Well, no, they could steal from everything because everybody's gonna be making out on the street when they drop the love bomb. Tom. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: And then people, you like, you'd be making out on the the couch with your uh, lover, and then <laughs> they'd walk in. uh, Not me,
1: uh, I'd be safe up here on the fourth floor.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh no, what would happen? Tom, you and I in the studio.
1: Well, we'd have to keep the windows sealed. Yeah. Or else. Yeah. My worst nightmare. Anyway, how are you doing on this steamy evening?
0: I'm doing fine, Tom. I'm doing... uh, uh,
1: The Lord's work.
0: Yeah, exactly. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, Tim. Uh, You're wearing
0: a black armband, I see.
1: Yeah, Tim, because it's uh Did Superman die again? Did Doomsday <sighs> kill Superman again? Listen, first off, Superman didn't act well, he like died but he came back. I, I explained this to you earlier. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it again just for Sorry. the benefit of everybody. No,
0: you're not you're not talking about the hit movie Batman v. Superman. No,
1: Superman dies in that too. Spoiler alert if you're nobody in the world has wanted to see Batman v Superman and not seen it yet.
0: Right. A bunch of people who clearly didn't want to see it also saw it. Yeah. That was like the number one movie for weeks. Yeah. And it was universally agreed upon that it was one of the worst movies of all time. But people were still like, yeah, but I'll go see it. And they came out like, yep, you guys were right. Worst movie of all time. Uh, I'll have to watch the extended edition when it comes out just to make sure. but I'm pretty sure it's the worst movie of all time. Well, it's not the
1: worst of all time. It's definitely like... Suicide (laughs) Squad. A few months later, they topped it. Uh, No, I recently watched the extended edition of Suicide Squad too. After
0: hating the shorter version of it. Did you think that adding a half hour would make (laughs) you like it more? Well,
1: they added 12 more minutes of The Joker, Tim. And let me tell you, these 12 minutes are twisted. (laughs) Uh, no, it, it's Can't even worse. How twisted. Just seeing more of uh, Jared Leto's Joker was horrible. Really? I mean, it wasn't like horrible. It was just like, no, I got it the first time and this stinks.
0: sure that the most beloved character in like modern times is the Joker. The dumbest thing.
1: It's the not dumbest the dumbest character. Thing. No, it's like, like, you're a the guy d-
0: that likes to do. Twisted stuff. No, cool. it's just that in
1: Suicide Squad, he talks the whole time like he's got vampire teeth in his mouth.
0: He does have vampire <laughs> teeth in his mouth. <laughs> he's
1: like, oh, Batman. Well, looks like you found my yeah, plan. you'd rather have Keith
0: Ledger's uh, Tom Waits impression?
1: Yeah, than, uh, than a guy with uh, Halloween-stored uh, vampire teeth in yeah, his that's mouth. That's true. Uh, but anyway, Tim. How do we even start talking about it? Because you're mourning Batman's death. Oh, yeah. Uh, No, Tim. The reason why I'm wearing the the black armband today for once isn't Superman. You would notice because you would have the the bleeding Superman uh, (laughs) logo on it. Oh, Uh, man. Well, technically, it's the House of L logo. But anyway, well, technically, it's the House of L uh, shield, like their crest. Then why did it have an S on it? Uh, It's not an S. It stands for hope. It's a Kryptonian letter, Tim. You dummy. You idiot! It's a crypt. It's like a hierarchy, and it
0: just so happens to correspond with
1: uh, Superman. Yeah, it looks like an S, but I think about an S looks like a snake, and you don't ever say, "Huh? Well, that's a weird coincidence that S's look like snakes." No
0: snakes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Not s- hope. Oh man, it's a different planet.
0: They blew it, they? It's an uh, even bigger coincidence. Shepherd Fairy should have made a. Uh, obama posters with the s on
1: it yeah then people would have
0: then they would have known about hope
1: right (laughs) so the reason why i'm wearing the black armband today tim is because a uh american original has has passed away today breaking news well not breaking by the time you're hearing this by the time you're hearing this (laughs) the funeral's probably over
0: yeah which we will be attending
1: (laughs) uh james or michael james jim Delegati. Wait,
0: his name was Michael, his middle name was James, and he went by Jim? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how people decide these things.
1: Well, sometimes it's not decided for you, Tim, sometimes. And also, like, people go by their middle name when they have, like, a weird first name. His yeah. first name was Michael. His middle name was James. Uh, I hate the name Michael. I'll go by Jim.
0: Yeah. There is a there is a kid, Tom. Uh, you know him well. Mm-hmm. Uh, who went to uh, high school or all school with us? His first name was
1: George. <laughs> Even college, and, Tim. We uh, went to different colleges.
0: His name is George, and his yeah. middle name was Ryan. Uh-huh. So whenever there was a substitute teacher, they'd like call the roll call, call right, and he uh-huh. went by Ryan all the time. Right. Could George. Apparently, like in the '90s, was like a weird name to have. Yeah, it's right? a
1: weird. It's still a weird name. Tim, mm-hmm. you always point out how weird it is that George Clooney's name is George.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's not as weird. Is the fact that Vin Diesel's name is Vin.
1: Well, that's not his real name. It's Vincent. It's, it's still vehicle weird. identification number.
0: Uh, so uh, whenever there was a substitute teacher, they'd be like George, and like he'd be like,
1: That's oh, Ryan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then like it was only by his reaction that like people found out that he didn't want to be called like George. Yeah, it's fine. So you know. I started he, calling him George, and then he tried to fight me at
1: lunch. Was he from the jungle? Is that why he hated it? He was, was from you, the he jungle. He was raised by yeah. wolves in the jungle. George of the jungle.
0: Is George of the jungle raised by wolves? Wolves? I don't know I don't how know. George just,
1: wound up in the jungle and who raised them.
0: You know what the thing is? I think
1: it was back in the days where
0: you didn't have to have an origin story. And it's like <laughs> this—you right. know—there's know a goofy questions. guy, and he swings a vine into a tree, and that's good enough. You yeah. don't need to know about a. Uh, Ooh, his parents were gunned down by a wolf in front of them,
1: <laughs> and then the wolves raised them. Yeah, fell into a pit of it's wolves. Who died, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I told you, Michael James Jim Deligatti, Deligatti, the Mi- the McDonald's the M- Michael. Anyway, the McDonald's franchisee who created the Big Mac nearly fifty years ago. Wow. This is the kind of
0: uh, news that we usually break on our sister show, The News.
1: Right. But, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes the news interrupts your regularly scheduled exactly. programming. And yeah. that's a case of this happening. Right. Uh, Non-Patreon subscribers are getting this
0: for free, Tom.
1: He died Monday. Oh, wait a minute. Why are we only finding out about this now? On Tuesday? No, On Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. He died Monday at home in Pittsburgh, surrounded by his family... Family spokesperson, uh, Carrie Ford, said That that family needs a spokesperson. (laughs) That family needs a spokesperson, and that spokesperson waits 48 hours to report on what else is that family up to that he's like, oh, yeah, I've got to get all these other press releases out before I uh, tell everyone the guy who invented the Big Mac died. Right.
0: So he he was a a franchisee Mm -hmm. that invented the Big Mac. Did it make him a rich man?
1: Did, did Ray Kroc do him uh, <laughs> dirty? I doubt. <laughs> oh, dirty, yes. Yeah. Right? No. Well, I don't know. Well, let yeah, me we're explain.
0: Gonna, we're about to get sued by the Kroc estate for the fourth time. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tom.
1: <laughs> Delagati's franchise was based in Uniontown, not far from Pittsburgh, where he invented the chain's signature burger in 1967 after deciding customers wanted a bigger sandwich. I had no idea the Big Mac. Was not a, a corporate invention. That was a franchisee. Yeah. A pioneer. It's actually, uh, I mean, here's the
0: thing. You think, like, oh, it's just a guy starting at the bottom. Every frig, you need like a million dollars to
1: start well, a, a I, McDonald's franchise. Well, I'll get to that. Right. Uh, Michael Delagatti, that's the son. Can you go off book now? Can our local McDonald's be <laughs> like, hey? Oh, they, 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 I'm sure, I am positive, Tim, that they're now lost. Yeah. <laughs> It's not only like a contract that it's like, no, Congress passed a law in 1972 yeah. saying if you go off book, McDonald's. you get like
0: a bloody clown shoe in the mail or something.
1: It's probably like a subheading under like a double jeopardy where it's like, well, you know what? Uh, they can't be tried for, for murdering you again. Uh, Michael Delegati. Uh, Said McDonald's executives told his father he could experiment with a bigger burger, but only using products the restaurant already stocked.
0: Ooh, it's uh, a challenge.
1: A real challenge, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, He was often asked why he named it the Big Mac, and he said because Big Mick sounded too funny. It's also horribly racist. Yeah, it could be construed that way. You too. know that the, the the Big Mac wasn't the
0: original name. What was the original name? He wanted to call it the Aristocrat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come. I mean, right. I love a Big Mac. It's one of my favorite things in the world, but get real. Get the real. Aristocrat. This is not an aristocrat. Maybe it's like uh, a play on that whole joke where it's like we're going to put the most disgusting shit together, and then right. at the end we're going to call it the Aristocrat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's... Yeah, he's like,
0: uh, this weird special sauce. Uh, two patties, three buns, and they're like, what do you call the burger? The aristocrat.
1: <laughs> and nobody is going to, uh, like a real aristocrat isn't going to order a sandwich called the aristocrat.
0: No. Eh. If you had a sandwich named after you, like yeah. at a local place, yeah. would you ever, you'd feel too embarrassed to get it, right? You can like, no, oh, to I know.
1: I think the other way that I'd feel too uh, embarrassed to get anything else, let alone if other people saw me and reported it to the press. Right.
0: Well, uh, originally, it was, it was either called that or he also wanted it to be called the Blue Ribbon Burger.
1: That's not terrible. It's, I feel like I that mean, exists you know what? That's somewhere. Too,
0: that's too—it's uh, not unique enough. The blue, you might as well name it like, like the deluxe. But
1: that's when like they used to just give blue ribbons to pigs. It was before Brooklyn when everything was blue ribbon something.
0: So it was, it was a lot more uh, prestigious when blue ribbons were only for pigs.
1: Yeah. All right, I Because that pig really had to do something. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, the son, or no, Jim, uh, Michael James Jim. All right, this is confusing. Just
0: call him Michael.
1: Or but Mr. He... Delgatti. <laughs> Michael James Jim Delgatti. Delgatti. Named his son Michael Delagati. So he didn't like the name for himself, but he gave it to his son? Yeah.
0: I don't know what's going on there.
1: Uh, Jim, quote unquote, Jim Delagati. That's call a, him Jim. That's a nickname. Told the Associated Press in 2006 that McDonald's resisted the idea at first because its simple lineup of hamburgers, cheeseburgers, fries, and shakes was selling well. What a 180 from today's McDonald's, Tim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where we we've been preaching, everything. just stick to the basics, make the basics yeah. better. They figured why go to something else if the original menu is working so well, Delegati said. Uh, but it went over so well in Uniontown that we were allowed to bring it to two stores in Pittsburgh for mm. a couple of weeks. But listen to this, Tim. Uh, demand exploded at Delegati's oh sandwich.
0: Hold on. Yes. I'm sorry. I had to take a step back. <laughs> okay. He could only... They gave him this, this Rubik's Cube puzzle thing to do. Like, you can only make it with the ingredients here. Yeah. and they Where ing- the H did he get the special sauce? They the secret may- sauce.
1: Maybe they had... Salads at that time. In uh, okay. Probably not. It was 1967. They yeah. weren't serving Nobody salads. Nobody ate at salads then. He could... Maybe they...
0: I think in the 60s... Before the 90s, I don't think anybody ever ate a salad
1: or <laughs> drank a glass of water. I think the... Uh, they probably weren't. They were probably like, "Look, you want to go buy a Thousand Island dressing from the store? That's fine. But you want to make a bigger burger? We're not going to make bigger beef to accommodate right. this." And that's when well, where he are we going to find
0: cows that big? Yeah,
1: and that's when he struck upon the idea of like, "I'll put one burger on top of another right. burger." Uh, so it went over so well. They brought it to a few stores in Pittsburgh. It exploded to the rest of his forty-seven stores in Pennsylvania. So this was not. Yeah, this was like, a, like a local like, fry cook's uh, yeah. uh, stroke of genius. This guy had 49 stores in Pennsylvania in
0: 1967. Yeah, he freaking uh, invented it. He cooked it up in the back of his Rolls Royce.
1: Yeah, he was just like, how do we get a more expensive burger? Yeah, uh, real scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here, Tim, is how nimble McDonald's used to be. That uh this all happened in 1967, mm-hmm. 1968, it's on the national menu, I mean, yeah, it's a year It's a, a year, it, it's a good sandwich, Tom a year, Tim, when they had to like uh you know telegraph the other restaurants,
0: <laughs> yeah, but get this once somebody took a bite of uh New Hampshire uh aristocrat <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah, uh it, it seems weird to me, Tom, uh-huh. the McNugget, yeah wasn't even around until the the early 80s, we learned. Yeah.
1: The same guy who invented the McRib.
0: Yeah. That guy can go screw, though. What?
1: That guy can go screw. You can go screw.
0: You know what? The McNugget's good. The the McRib? Get out of town, is what I said. But
1: that's not that guy's fault. He was just doing the best with what he had. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I want to see... I mean, really, that guy's claim to fame is just uh, like, uh, if you take meat and you uh, chop it up enough, you can shape it into things that don't look disgusting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a a wonderful legacy to have. Do you think he has a spokesman? Do you think uh, the creator of the Arch Deluxe's uh, family has a (laughs) spokesperson?
1: No. Tim, uh, I could go on forever. The Arch Deluxe... I think it had a the, more adult taste. Yeah, I think the problem there is that that is a, uh, a byproduct of the corporate scru- uh, structure.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, what's a camel,
1: right? Exactly, a horse engineered by committee. Yep, that's what the Arch Deluxe is. The Arch Deluxe is a Big Mac engineered by committee. You
0: know what? I'll, I won't sit here and have you speak ill of the Arch Deluxe.
1: Look, uh, I love the Arch Deluxe. Sam, I love corporate America. But uh, but you know, uh, a fact's a fact.
0: Yeah. Tom, here's something I didn't learn. You don't learn these things until, uh, sadly, uh, an American hero dies.
1: He was 98 and he ate one every week. Was that what you were going to say? No. He was 98 and he ate one every week. Yeah, you can eat. You can eat garbage once a week and live to 98. Yeah, that's like as long as RoboCop lived. And I don't know what it's about. <laughs> right. Tim, we're not here to talk about Big Macs today, for God's sake. We're, we're here to talk about cowboys. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like we are every week. We're here to talk about cowboys. This week's topic is cowboys. Yeah. Why is this week's topic cowboys? Tim, topic? I've just been thinking a lot about cowboys. Uh, and we're not going to talk about this, but I've uh, been watching Westworld. Westworld's good, Tim. You should watch oh, Westworld. Oh, that's why you're...
0: Okay, this makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, you should watch it. I'm not going to watch Westworld. You should watch it. You like it. <laughs> I got burned
0: by J.J. J.
1: Abrams no, in the past. He, he it won't happen again. He won't do it again. He came on in the beginning of the show and said, "Guys, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to do it again." No, honestly, and no spoilers, and I'm not going to talk about it a lot. But they did a very good job of setting up mysteries. And uh, episode nine just aired. Uh, by the time this comes out, the finale will air. Cool. But episode nine, like, solved all the mysteries pretty much, it, like, to the degree where you're kind of like, all right, then what's the, what's next season actually going to be? But um, Tom,
0: here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching things. I don't want to no, watch something even, that's a puzzle. But even the, the mysteries... Why, if it's
1: <sighs> cowboys, I just want to see them do rodeo tricks. <laughs> but even the mysteries, they're good mysteries, where it's not like... Uh, all the mysteries you figure out on the way, right? But they don't, uh, they don't play. I don't think everything has to be like, oh, I, you have to solve this thing that yeah, you watch. No, it's not necessarily like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Agatha mi- Christie, Tom, <sighs> and you can't make me. It's just that wannabe. there are mysteries, and you're like, oh, I think I know where this is heading, and then they're like, guess what? You were right. It makes you feel like a real smart guy when you're watching. A real it. big man, huh? <laughs> yeah. For once in my life, well, I feel congratulations. like congratulations. But the show, Tim, uh, front to back cowboys. Well, I mean, not front to back. Sometimes. I hear there's a
0: lot of nude women on the show.
1: Yeah, some well, nude men, nude women. You see it all, Tim. Uh, but not normally in the Wild West. Normally, you see uh, the naked robots in like the uh, robots. Yeah, in the. But like, I thought this uh, was some sort of West World. Tim, it's a West World. Where people go on vacation to pretend to be cowboys. And I don't care about this. You see, but anyway, cares? you see the naked robots when they're in the back getting repairs. Or Great. Whatever. Okay.
0: Awesome. That's, that's <laughs> I know just... that's
1: the only reason why you'll watch, Tim. I mean, <laughs> for uh, robot repairs. Yeah, and unfortunately, the robots have skin over them, so you don't even really get to see the naked robots. <gasps> Want to see those gears, <laughs> baby? Yeah, show me those gears and pistons. <whistles> but so everybody's looking to be a cowboy nowadays now. Right.
0: Is this is this true? <laughs> um, oh, there is going to be like a uh, there's going to be like uh, trend pieces about people like uh, becoming oh, cowboys yeah. because of Westworld. Yeah.
1: I mean, is that, like, did people uh, watch The Sopranos and go like, hey, that looks like a pretty cool lifestyle. Maybe I'll become... Yeah, a, people go get Matioso. into crime
0: every day, Tom.
1: Well, I mean, we're from Long Island. We're from a place where literally they did see Sopranos, and they were like, hey, it's a pretty cool way to dress.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yes. So, what I'm <laughs> saying is, yes, people do that. Yeah, but maybe... And they're will... like, also, crime, that seems yeah. to pay. Yeah, well, it
1: does? Tim, I'm here to tell you crime doesn't pay. I've been, I've been, uh, I won't
0: believe you unless you rap about it.
1: I've been hired by your parents to have a talk <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, so anyway, though, cowboys, Tim, I have a, a few questions for you to, oh, uh, no. no, just kind of gauge your cowboy aptitude. All right. Have you ever, do you own or have you owned, uh, uh cowboy boots or a cowboy hat? Hmm. Uh, Keep in mind, you are under oath. I'm well aware I'm
0: under oath, Tom. Yeah. Uh, it's a very
1: long process at the beginning of every episode.
0: It's, uh, I never saw the value in it, and now I understand right. why it's finally paying off. Um, I don't No, No, I don't think so. I almost bought cowboy boots as a goof <laughs> when I was in Austin, Texas.
1: But buying cowboy, goose a, a cowboy boots as a goof, not cowboy goofs. That's a different yeah. thing. Uh, cowboy boots. Are, that's an expensive goof, Tim.
0: No, not at these places because it was not like, at these prices. It was like uh, yeah, not at these <laughs> prices. It wasn't. It was it was goof level pri- pricing because <laughs> okay. there were a bunch of us there. Yeah, and it was uh, like, there was uh, like a group discount. <laughs> well, it was like buy two pairs, get the third free. Okay, three of us go so in there, thirty three
1: percent off. Yeah,
0: that's you, that's a steal. Um, still didn't do it, and I went down there in two thousand six, and boots? I was like, and they were like, "Wow, the, you guys better act fast on this deal." I went back <laughs> down there in two thousand fifteen. Uh-huh. Store had the same deal going on. Same I didn't boots. Have to Yeah, I didn't have to, act you tried fast. to
1: blow the dust off them. Yeah. Um, how much were the boots? Uh, I don't. I don't know. You don't remember you were there last year? Yeah. Ballpark. The,
0: the freaking boot uh, the price is sixty dollars, seventy dollars. After the
1: buy two, get one free, or before the buy two? Probably before. I don't what do you know what quality that, of these uh, boots are. Uh, to go? Buy, Off the rack? No, wait. Uh, B-T-go? Oh, Bogo. No, oh. that's buy one, get one free. Buy two, get two uh, go two B-T-go. B-T-O.
0: B-T-O Bachman-Turner Overdrive.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh. Bachman-Turner... Overdrive,
1: yeah, BTO. Tim, you're like one of these uh, robots on Westworld glitching out. <laughs> I don't understand the reference, Tom. All right, so sixty bucks, you consider that goof territory? Yeah, sure. All right, mm-hmm. to come back here, waltzing around in
0: some cowboy boots? Yeah. I I should ask you the same the same question, but you are not under oath. You're dressed <laughs> as a bailiff. You're the one yeah. who would. Uh, administered the oath, but, uh, I'm trusting you on this one. Yeah. And, well, I
1: was the bailiff. Now I'm the prosecutor. Right. Uh, uh, cowboy hat or cowboy boots? Uh, permission to treat the witnesses hostile. You're uh, the witness at this point. <laughs> no, you're the witness. So I'm cross-examining y- you. F- who originally examined me? That, hey, that's between you and your doctor. Uh, okay. So you, you've not owned cowboy boots or, uh, uh, cowboy hat. Have you ever shot a, a handgun?
0: You know damn well I've shot a gun, but not a handgun. Yeah. No, th- these guys aren't all handguns. They're riflemen, too. Yeah, sometimes. More often than handguns. Uh, not when there's a Depends a on duel. what kind of cowboy we're
1: talking about. Yeah. Duel. Well, well, we'll get to that.
0: Right. Uh, I think you mean showdown
1: stuff. <laughs> Third question. Have you ever ridden a horse?
0: Oh, no. God, no. You've never ridden a horse? First of all. Calm down.
1: <laughs> All right. Of
0: course, I've never ridden a horse. You know, may the I record like,
1: show I am calm.
0: I I can't stand horses. They're huge and terrifying. What, so and then uh, wouldn't you jumpy. like to
1: uh, to exert your dominion over a horse? No, I'm not a freaking weirdo. <laughs> you want to? Like, well, you know, horses horse-
0: do their thing. Tim does my thing. You
1: don't want to show a horse who's boss? No, I don't need to show... I'm not like that, Tom. Well, if you don't show a horse who's have boss... Have you ridden a horse? If you don't show a horse who's boss, they're going to show you who's boss by kicking you in the head one day when you're <laughs> standing behind so That's
0: I've never stood behind a horse in my life.
1: Oh, That was my next question. <laughs> have you ever stood behind a horse? No,
0: I know what happens to people.
1: Uh, Tim, I have ridden a horse once. When? In the desert. Uh, in what our, was the horse's name? Uh Who knows? Uh, I, I rode a horse in the desert, uh, in Arizona, uh, went on like a horse excursion. Cool. I guess.
0: Oh, what a cowboy.
1: Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And, um, well, so this was my grandparents moved to, uh, I I didn't,
0: I didn't ask.
1: They moved, (laughs) they moved to Arizona to retire because my grandpa had this like crazy idea that he was a cowboy. Even though he was born and raised so in... This is about more than just Westworld, huh, yeah. Tom? He was born and raised in Manhattan. Uh, and then, you know, born like... An urban cowboy. Yeah. Well, once he had a family, he moved out to Long Island, but then they retired to uh, Arizona. And People he, do
0: that without becoming cowboys, though.
1: Well, not my grandpa. He became a full-on cowboy. He bought a horse. He got cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. And he used to wear them when he came back to New York all the time, which was very embarrassing.
0: Like, uh it's like when you went out with Crocodile Dundee. It's like, why are you wearing all that Outback gear? You're in the city now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, uh, bolo ties. He wore bolo ties? Tim, I'm telling you, the whole nine yards as far as uh, being a cowboy goes. Wow. Uh Well done. Yeah, but, like, he wasn't really a cowboy even when he was in Arizona. Tom, can
0: I ask you a question? Uh-huh. And
1: this might sound silly. Yeah.
0: What is a cowboy?
1: It's a boy who uh, moves cows around. Right. So it's a... But the the pop culture definition has expanded to like... Uh, uh, anybody that rides a horse and wears no, boots? No, not anybody that rides a horse and wears and boots. And wears boots. Oh, the hat. And a you cowboy hat. hat too. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well, it's just... Again, most cowboy. Well, not again. I guess we haven't explained what a cowboy is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell, yeah. me, tell me tell because I I really don't understand. Is it just a rancher? Pretty much. I
1: mean it's somebody like cowboys I don't no, understand. it's not a rancher.
0: I don't yeah. understand how anything west of the Mississippi works at all. Just like so like I don't well, understand. Yeah, of course like, you don't, Tim, you're city folk. Yeah. Um I I, I don't understand like uh uh, uh what a ranch is like when they're when i read in the news like mm-hmm. i get all uh like bent out of shape when they talk about like uh the, these bundy doofuses uh, uh th- al bundy peg bundy, <laughs> Bud bundy. yeah tim
1: i was gonna say it's uh married with children i don't think it's being covered much in the news <laughs> <laughs> it's something it's destroying our moral fiber <laughs> no no no
0: these uh who's that amen bundy and yeah. uh Clive
1: Cliven. Cliven, Cliven Bundy. Cliven and Bundy. Clive and Amen. What a bunch of... those Are, are they names... cowboys, though? No, they're not cowboys. They're, they're t- militiamen.
0: I get uh, I get all upset because uh, they're like on the news. They're like, they're, uh, they're, uh, uh, their animals are grazing mm-hmm. on, <laughs> on federal lands. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, these scoundrels. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what...
1: Do what... you imagine that they're like... You know, like, uh, like outside the Pentagon, <laughs> like, ooh, get your cows away from no, that Dad, federal I land. I
0: don't understand. Like, uh, I don't know what grazing is. Uh-huh. Um, but I they're get they're all... on
1: the south lawn of the White House. Yeah, oh, I, I, that I, just... yeah.
0: I get all angry, and it's just like it's just by nature of like the people who are also who are angrily tweeting about it. I'm like, they're on my side, so I'm against these guys. But I never like looked up like what's grazing. Do
1: you understand what a graze, what grazing is?
0: Is it just they're eating the grass? They're
1: eating the grass. Okay, yeah, why do we say this? Why don't we say lawnmower. Their cows are eating the grass. <laughs> because that doesn't fully explain it, Tim. They're, so
0: what else are they pooping?
1: Yeah, they're pooping and they're walking around and they're farting. Mm. So th- that's the weird thing.
0: But they're the Bundys aren't cowboys. You're telling me? No. But they have cows.
1: They're ranchers.
0: Yeah, but you just told me that cowboys, cowboys are pretty much ranchers.
1: Kind of. But cowboys, for the most part, they move cows from one place to another. Right. Like, if a bunch of cows need to go from one place to another, you get some cowboys, and that's what their what job is. What about trucks? What about trucks? No, put... trucks can get there on their own. They don't need cowboys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what I'm saying, Tom, uh-huh. I think
1: you misunderstood me here, why don't you put the cows in trucks? Oh, cowboys can't drive. Are you gonna have a horse pull that truck? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Several uh, horses. Tim, yeah. Nowadays, you can put no. Tim, you oh, you're missing the point of grazing. Tom, I'm just asking questions. How is a cow gonna graze inside a truck? You drive him to where he needs to graze. Mm-hmm. He gets out of the truck. He grazes. Yeah, but then the cow's still moving. Cows like to move. They like. See, move. I don't know this. I- they like to move. Yeah, okay, I, heard yeah see? I, heard, I heard earlier. Yeah. I heard
0: you the first time, Tom.
1: So cows like to move <sighs> around, Tim. Uh, so why are you going to waste all that money on a truck when you can have a cowboy? Just be like, hey, you know the thing? Because
0: that- you, ne- you presume, I've seen city slickers.
1: You need uh-huh. more than one cowboy. Yeah, you get a few cowboys.
0: Yeah, you need one truck you driver need- to drive a truck full of cows.
1: Yeah, but you're wasting all that money on gas. Uh, when a cow, cows are gonna just feed uh, all cow- these cowboys beans. Better feed the cowboys than feed the cows. That's what my grandma used to always say. Wow, well, she was a real cowgirl, huh? Yeah, because you don't want to uh, uh, look. It's you, this is the way to do it, Tim. It's all the way right. we've always done it.
0: Okay, that's fine. So they need to be. So a cow needs to get from, from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah, but let's let's. Let's see. Where is point A and where is B? Why can't a cow just live at, at, in one place
1: and graze and sleep in the same place? Because a lot of times people are selling cows from one farm to another. I don't think that happens that, that often. Tim, are you kidding me? That happens all the time. Really? Yeah. The cow trade is really. Yeah, because some some farms, it's like all we do is like we make more cows. You know, we got bulls and we got cows, and you know, when we're not looking, they do you know what and then baby cows come out and then we raise those baby cows and then we sell them to Don't uh, we sell them before they're grown? Uh maybe maybe we do a pre-sale but you you y- before they're grown. What do you mean? All the way? Baby cows? You sell a cow. No, you don't want if you're if you're a dairy farmer, Tim, or uh <laughs> I look, Tim. <laughs>
0: If anybody but you was telling me this stuff, Uh I'd have an open mind. You don't know the answers to any of these questions. I know all the answers. Why are you
1: yelling at me? Because it's frustrating to have somebody so uh, uh, out of touch. with. uh, Okay, so explain to me. If if I'm a dairy farmer, Tim, the last thing I need is baby cows run around ruining everything. (laughs) I've got a lifestyle to maintain. I want, but sell me those cows full grown, right? So I don't have to raise them myself. So then what happens? The, well, I'll so would hire a the, cowboy or yeah. cow,
0: many cowboys. Yeah, they a few walk. Cowboys. They walk. They the do walk. They the, ride on
1: a horse. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But the,
1: the and cows respect but, horses. You need that, that there, is too. Is that true? Yeah, cows respect horses. And they're going to stay in line, and they're going to stay in a group better with horses around. Right. horses don't take a lot of shit.
0: Right. So you hire a couple cowboys, mm-hmm. and they uh, get on a horseback, on a horse's back.
1: Yeah. And they Each of them have their own horses. And the horses- Yeah. They're w- in on it, too.
0: Walk the cows from- the point seller A to point B. To the buyer?
1: Yeah. Or what if it's hundreds of miles? Then you got an adventure on your hands. <laughs> and if and they also trade cows because think about if you got all the milk you can have, a cow, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna sell it to be cut up, turned into hamburgers. I
0: can't. I actually believe that this is the way that it still goes. <laughs> this is The
1: way, and also Tim, sometimes like the cows are up in the mountains, and but then when winter comes, it's like it's going to get cold, so bring the cows from the mountains down what to the we're valleys. Get
0: emails about this, Tom.
1: <laughs> yeah, saying wow, thank you so much for finally explaining how all this works. <sighs> I'm a cowboy, and I didn't even completely understand, but you explained it perfectly.
0: Day in the life of a cowboy, Tom. Yeah, go through it.
1: Uh, you get up at the crack of dawn.
0: Right, of course. Well, ne- the roosters grow, probably.
1: Tim, there aren't roosters out on the range. What, are you kidding me? These no. are working farms. No, not when they're out on the range. When they're out, what actually. A range? Tim, it's the place from point A to point B, that's uh, the range.
0: The range is just, uh, no man's land?
1: No, actually, because you can be home on the range. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. This uh, is a mis-
0: very misleading song, otherwise.
1: Uh, but who knows? Somebody who's a songwriter. They're going I know the ins taking and
0: some artistic, yeah, license. You
1: know what, Tim? They got to look at what words rhyme.
0: Yeah.
1: What worms What? Oh, wor- you know what? What?
0: Maybe I think I figured out this song. Mm-hmm. Home on the range. Yes. It's like you feel at home. Like it's a cowboy. Yeah. Song. That's,
1: it's home to the cowboy. Yeah. It's Anybody like, uh,
0: else? I don't have a. I don't have. I'm I'm out here uh, in no man's land. Yeah. To coin a phrase.
1: Right, but I'm going to call it the range because that sounds less dangerous.
0: Yeah, although Billy Joel has a bitchin' song called No Man's Land. Opens yeah. up his River of Dreams album. Well, Should we just talk about Billy Joel no, for a are No,
1: we're certainly not going to talk about River of Dreams. And also, Billy Joel wasn't around for Cowboys. You know what? What?
0: Uh, my parents are at a Billy
1: Joel concert
0: as we speak. What? And w- uh, we didn't get an invite? anyway back to cowboys cowboys oh the ballad of billy the kid another great uh billy joel song is
1: that about him though is he billy the kid in that song um, guess what it's mostly about
0: the outlaw billy the kid right but then he draws parallels to his own life in the last verse tim he does the same thing in piano man tom yeah uh christmas is coming up or the holidays in general yes You are you an easy person to shop for? I seem I I feel like you might be a monster.
1: No, I'm a horrible person to shop for because if I want something, I have no impulse control and I buy it right away.
0: Right. I don't buy gifts for people, but um, (laughs) from what I understand, finding the right gift for a guy can feel impossible. Yeah. How how difficult is it to find something that's a thoughtful gift, but also also useful and practical?
1: Yeah, especially like uh, like dads and uncles and grandpas and yeah. cut, like and nobody knows what to. Tom, uh-huh. guess what? Got a got a cracker solution for you. Okay, for
0: anybody listening, assuming somebody's listening to this. What
1: uh, are the odds,
0: Harry's Tom? These razors Harry's razors Uh, Oh yeah 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 We've both used them Yeah You use them on your whole face I use them on my neck And my cheeks (laughs) Right Even if somebody's bearded They can get a kick out of these These razors
1: Yeah It gives them a taste Of the other side
0: If you haven't heard of them before Harry's was It was started By two best friends Jeff and Andy That's Mm -hmm. our names Tom (laughs) (laughs) Who were fed up With being overcharged For razors So they started Their own razor company Stop laughing At my dumb joke (laughs) It started their own razor company to give people what they deserve. A great shave at a fair price. This holiday, Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set, Tom. uh, Midnight blue chrome razor handle. I've seen this thing. I've
1: held this thing. Tim, I just gave one of these to my brother for his birthday. Did you get it with engraved
0: uh, initials? Because you could do that. Yeah. I bet you didn't. The way you said yeah (laughs) made me feel like uh, maybe... uh, you, you don't love your brother enough. All right, so it comes with that, the, the midnight blue chrome razor handle, three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. You also get foaming shave gel that smells amazing. It does smell amazing. Yeah, it's very good. A uh, beautifully designed gift box, and uh, it goes for 30 bucks on harrys.com. I'll
1: tell you what, though. This is this one of those gifts if you're like a sneaky sneak like me yeah. where you like to give people presents that look like you spent a lot more money than mm-hmm. you did. This gift box is one of those things.
0: Definitely. Uh, And as a special offer for fans of our show, Tom, Mm -hmm. we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you enter the code GUIDE at checkout. So free shipping ends on December 9th, so act now. Go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last, and don't forget to enter the code GUIDE at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com Code guide.
1: Tim, you've heard me talk about Blue Apron. At length. Yeah, you've had Blue Apron. I've had Blue Apron. It's great. It's it's less than $10 a meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. We've
0: done many ad spots for uh, Blue Apron. Yeah. One of these days, we'll be able to say the word preportioned right the first time. Because <laughs> it I've, sounds like
1: proportion.
0: Yeah, you can't do it, Pre- I can't do it. I'm not, I'm not yeah. casting, you know, it's, it's hey, not a look, reflection and that, on your professionalism.
1: And, and, and nor is it a reflection on Blue Apron's product, Tim, because Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. This, uh, honestly, it's the, the best ingredients I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of ingredients, Tim. Tom, you've seen probably more ingredients than most. I've made meals with Blue Apron, Tim. I'm not a good cook. I've made Blue Apron— You're generally a buffoon. I Well, I wouldn't go that far. But I've made meals with Blue Apron that uh, beat, like, the best meals I've ever had. Because you also get that satisfaction of cooking, Tim. And it's very easy because they, they give you full-color guides how to cook everything. See, so if you're dope— you can go on there uh, – or not go on there. It comes in the package. Yeah. You can look at it, and it tells you how to do everything. And uh, when you go on the website, too, it tells you, like, what kind of uh, uh, cooking uh, supplies you need, just like in general for all their stuff. So it makes it very easy. You're not going to be like, oh, no, I need to, I need a shallot peeler. It's fine. It's, it's, it's general stuff. <laughs> this is a big concern yeah, of mine, Yeah, you out all, often about shallot peelers and the like. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping. So this is completely free by going to blueapron.com guide. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com guide. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Tim, I, 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 have, I have a question for you about cowboys. Okay, the, One of the few things I don't know. <laughs>
0: Well, clearly I'm the authority. So,
1: you would think with cowboys moving all these, uh, what does a cowboy drink? Whiskey. You would think a cowboy drink milk. He's moving all these cows around. He's got all the milk. No, he
0: doesn't. You know what? You never touch the merchandise. <laughs> Because then you bring them to the next ranch, Tom, or uh-huh. whatever, and they're like, yeah, oh, hey, these ca-
1: cows have been fiddled with. <laughs> these, <laughs> Somebody set guys.
0: their hands all over these cows.
1: These cows have been milked dry. Yeah. No, Tim. They I go up to them and go, <laughs>
0: out of the out of the udders.
1: And then uh, condensed milk comes out.
0: Yeah, and they go, we can't do this. We can't use this. Uh,
1: no, nah, they'd be drinking milk more. So what do you... So you think... That's just... You just never see a cowboy drinking milk. I don't and, see a and cowboy
0: really doing anything, Tom. Tim,
1: you see a cowboy doing all kinds of things. Lassoing, shooting, uh, right. drinking. Yeah. Having sex with prostitutes.
0: See, but where are the prostitutes coming from on the they're, range, Tom?
1: They're not on the range, Tim. You, you pull into town. Maybe... So right, listen. Here's my question, right. Tom. Uh huh.
0: What do you do with all the cows when you pull into town? You're a cowboy, after all. You're no, supposed that's to be the thing. watching
1: after these cows. Look, I'm going to tell you why all the cowboys are going to the the house of ill repute. Because they're delivering the cows somewhere. They got a, a, a fistful of cash, and they're finally back in some form of civilization. They're not on the range anymore. The right. only place where they feel at home. And the cows are
0: safely. The
1: cows are safe. Signed, sealed, and delivered, baby. They're yours. The cows, the rancher's happy. The cows are happy. The cowboys happy. He and like I said, he's got a, a fistful of uh, the balloons. dollars.
0: Fistful of dollar bills.
1: Yeah, and so he goes to the the uh, the whorehouse.
0: Okay. Yeah. Has sex with a prostitute.
1: Has sex with a prostitute
0: mm, while somebody plays the piano downstairs. <laughs> well,
1: sometimes they have player pianos. Tim, they don't even need a person to play it.
0: Man. I would love to get my hands on a player piano.
1: They seem like, the thing I'm always amazed at with player pianos. And again, maybe this is something they're just not showing us this side of the Wild West.
0: Right.
1: Side one that cowboys are always drinking milk out on the range, and like that's and it's going to be hot milk because yeah. it's coming right yeah, out of the I cow. Yeah, I think
0: that's probably why they didn't. It's not a refreshing always drink.
1: Hot milk on the range. Uh, I mean, in the old, wa- everywhere, people are drinking hot milk.
0: I don't, know, I don't know where you're getting this information, Tom. I don't know what Westworld's telling you.
1: <laughs> so, so uh, strange thing number one, you never see cows drinking milk. Strange- you never see cows drinking <laughs> milk? That's gross. <laughs> well, calves you'd see drinking the milk. Baby calves. Thing number yeah. one, you never see ca- uh, cowboys drinking milk. Right. Thing number two, I feel like a player piano's got to be real fiddly. Like, a lot of real maintenance.
0: Real finicky? Real, uh, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: oh, it's just always not working right. Damn, if it isn't worth it, huh? Oh, it's worth it, but I just feel like... What's the first thing that happens when there's a piano out in the open anywhere? Some
0: doofus starts playing Some
1: it. doofus goes over and starts playing chopsticks. Yeah. That happens on the player Art piano. And soul sometimes. <laughs> that play... Somebody who does that on the player piano, Tim, they're going to screw up all the gears. That's not true, Tim. My
0: grandparents had a player <gasps> piano. My non-cowboy grandparents.
1: <laughs> well, maybe they used to be cowboys. Yeah, maybe. That's Or, probably the, or they, at the very they... least, they owned a saloon.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll thank you not to, to go down that route. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, uh, you could play that piano.
1: While it was...
0: Not while it's playing it, no. but who would have the audacity?
1: Somebody, maybe, maybe that piano, the player piano is playing one part of Heart and Soul, and some joker comes over and is like, oh, I'll play the other part.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think it does a thing that, where, like it locks on the, all the that, keys.
1: That's on the the uh, player piano uh, music maker, though.
0: Yeah, it's just like you. Yeah, you can't oh, record if, just if one you, half of uh, Heart and Soul. If and you order, put that out on the marketplace.
1: If you ordered from the the player piano ribbon factory Heart and Soul, and they only send you half of it,
0: yeah, I'd be whew, furious through the roof. Yeah, they're open th- opening themselves up to a ton of lawsuits. Yeah.
1: Uh so how'd we get on talking about player pianos? Oh, oh those, yeah. Just that they'd be fiddly.
0: Yeah. All right. I, I imagine they are. I always thought that loading the role into it would be a, a tenuous process.
1: Can they play can you put like a playlist? No, right? I don't think so. Yeah. You gotta switch it out of every song. Yeah. And at that point it's like you gotta hire somebody to switch it out of every song, just hire a piano player.
0: I mean, not a you can I, I enjoy DJing at a party.
1: Yeah, but not if every time you have to like unload a uh like a, a big uh what do you call that? Like a scroll. Yeah. And I then the you get on the pegs, right? Maybe you just hire someone to do it. Um if you were in the old west, Tim, what job would you have? What job would you like and what job would you have?
0: I don't nothing about the old west appeals to me, Tom.
1: No, not even the 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 lack of laws. Lawlessness. Not is, even the player pianos.
0: The player pianos are uh, seem nice, but also like I don't know. I I could just freaking uh, go to my grandparents' house. I mean, not anymore.
1: Right. Well, not during this time either. Tim, you're in a time machine. Your grandparents aren't around yet.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't. It, the the old west mm-hmm. has has nothing for me. Right. Like lawlessness. I thrive on the rule of law, Tom. <laughs> right. I thrive on nobody, like, uh, trying to, like, uh, murder me or rob me. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. These are some of my favorite things about (laughs) uh, so far living in modern times. So far. (laughs) I mean, there are going to be people that are going to try to murder me. (laughs) Maybe not murder, but rob me at some
1: point. Tim, the way you said these are my favorite things so far about living in modern times strongly implies that you have time traveled here from the past. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. That is about, a very then. suspicious <laughs> statement.
0: Um, well, what I mean is what's modern now isn't going to be modern in five years. Uh-huh. So, so far, yeah. So what far, I so currently know is might, modern times. there might
1: be some modern inventions that are you're going to be uh, That like. I like way better than not getting robbed. Right, like a home ice cream machine. Right. They have those now, but not. not a, What you really want is like a home Keurig, you know? Keurig? Yeah. Curig. Wait, yeah. they have those for the home. No, You no. bought one. You have one. No, I'm saying you want one of those for ice cream. Oh,
0: well, you said for the home. Yeah. So wait, you put in
1: like a... like a uh, You've got like an ice Are cream. Are we talking
0: soft serve here? Yeah, soft okay. serve. Yeah, because I was like, you can just you buy get, a thing of briars, put that in the
1: freezer. <sighs> it's there whenever you need it. Yeah, but then I got to scoop it myself.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. But if you're talking soft serve, you're right. You're right.
1: Listen... I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's not related to the Old West.
0: Okay,
1: is ice ice cream you buy at the supermarket has it gotten softer or have our freezers gotten warmer?
0: Um, I don't. I, I disagree with the premise.
1: <laughs> what? What do you mean you disagree with the premise? I, it, it's easier nowadays to scoop. Ice cream than it's ever been.
0: I disagree. What? I think this might be your specific (laughs) freezer that you are. Oh,
1: that's all I'm saying, Tim. I think I've got a bad freezer. Yeah,
0: why wouldn't you think that? You thought they changed all ice cream or all freezers?
1: Yeah, because what's the number one complaint about ice cream you buy at the store? Too cold, you can't scoop it out. That's why there's a whole cottage industry around ice cream scoopers.
0: Ice cream scooper is always going to be necessary. Ice
1: cream scooper, no, but like ice cream scoopers that you can put in the microwave and warm them up.
0: I guess, (laughs) but that doesn't, that's not, I don't think that's unique to store bought ice cream. I think the, 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 fine people at Friendly's have that same problem.
1: Well, but that's fine. That's for them to deal with. Their problem's not my problem. If I'm buying ice cream from a store. I don't want the same problems that a friendlies has to deal with or I'll, otherwise I just go to friendlies.
0: That's true. Part of the part of the markup is so you don't have to deal with that.
1: Yeah, that's the frustration. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, but that's I just remember when we were growing up and maybe it's just that different people are marketing to me than when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like every other ad on TV was a new solution to scooping ice cream. Well, I don't I don't I don't agree with that. It, no, it, 100% it was true. It was either new ice cream scoops that you could warm up, or... I've never seen this product at all. Or... Just run it under hot water, you Oh, not- that only lasts so long. Or it was ice cream that was easier to scoop being advertised on TV. What ice cream was easier to scoop? Um, There was ice cream that was easier to scoop, that they were like, you know, tell your parents there's new ice cream in town. No. Um. Nowadays, know. with with lithium ion battery technology, Tim, I'm surprised there aren't self heating ice cream scoops. Maybe there are. Maybe I'll be proved wrong. Yeah, because it just can seems like it. like why can't I plug an ice cream scoop into my computer, charge it up?
0: You, Tom, you're the only right. person I know that embraces uh, USB <laughs> as a power source. I'm like, ooh, yeah, you can plug this. uh, Let me ask
1: you a question, Tim. Do you have a smartphone? No. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess you haven't embraced USB as a power service. Tim, Tim, I'm sick of reminding you you that you're under oath.
0: This will keep your coffee warm. Uh, Plug it into your computer at work. What kind of sad freaking cubicle-dwelling Dilbert Mm -hmm. has to buy a thing. Oh, yeah, I need to keep my the saddest product that has ever lived. Anything that you like. Well, at
1: least one of those people isn't so sad that they perjured themselves on this podcast, Tim, (laughs) as you just have. Uh, I've always been tempted to buy one of those coffee warmers. Yeah, of course. It doesn't seem like they, they work that well or else you'd see them all the time. Why don't you just drink your dang coffee like a normal person? Because sometimes it's too hot, Tim. But then you're going to want to warm it further? No, it's not to warm it further. It's to keep I it warm. How do you not follow this logic? You Counselor, know, objection. You know who loves coffee? Cowboys. It was a big cowboy thing, Tim. Yeah, it was. Because you could...
0: Co- uh, uh, coffee and beans, right? Yeah. I feel like beans... What did they eat if they weren't eating beans, Tom? Uh,
1: yeah. You couldn't jerky. You could fresh food. A lot ever. of jerky. You think? Yeah. Because they needed things. What did anybody eat back then? <laughs> they needed things that could travel well. So, no fresh meat, no uh, fresh vegetables, maybe some root vegetables. Right. You know, Steak and
0: potatoes. They'll
1: keep a little longer. But you yeah. can't
0: really have steak.
1: No, I mean, unless uh, there was an incident with one of the cows. One yeah, get.
0: I imagine you get I'm, in a lot of trouble for that. Well, and
1: I, <laughs> if you just cut a slice out of one of the cows. <laughs> yeah. This there's, a steak that, there's a
0: steaks, <laughs> there's uh, hey, the a porterhouse-shaped hole in the Hey, where's the T-bone in this <laughs> yeah. cow?
1: Yeah, because uh, yeah, it would be very wasteful to, to slaughter a cow for one steak, because yeah. you're not going to bring that cow around. No. And you'd have to tie so many cows together to drag one dead cow along with you. Yeah, they'd probably, you'd probably just leave the cow, right? Yeah, and overnight, you're not, overnight is not nearly enough time to make jerky. Right. Yeah. So they had jerky, they had beans, and they had coffee. Uh, but the coffee cow cowboys drank Tim. Really, uh, you know, probably not up to your haughty, uh, uh, uh bourgeoisie. What do you mean the uh, cafe standards? I don't. I don't drink fancy coffee. You yeah. drink
0: fancier coffee than I do. Nah. You use that Aeropress.
1: Yeah. Well, that's not fancy, Tim. That's just a man with a dream, an inventor. Yeah. Just but like, like the inventor of the Big Mac. It's true. Aeropresses are great. They're like $25.
0: Yeah, they're fine, but they're they're very much uh, the realm of coffee snobbery.
1: Yeah, they are, but a coffee snob who uh, will not be fooled by high prices, Tim, because some people buy very expensive machines. Tom, let's yeah. talk about these uh, tools that modern uh, uh, cowboys modern use. Modern cowboys? Yeah. What were we talking about? Smartphones? No, firearms. Fitness trackers.
0: <laughs> uh, One thing is uh, you're all, always having to scare off or kill other animals.
1: Yeah, like wolves, coyotes.
0: Coyotes. Yeah, well, that's why they've f- got guns. And guess what? Guess what else? What? Rabid
1: skunks. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Because normally a skunk is kind of afraid of things, right?
0: But yeah. a rabid
1: skunk presumably doesn't have that fear in them. Yeah. I mean,
0: it, it seems to be... Rabid skunks would attack cows? I guess so, because the the way it's listed here, mm-hmm. that uh, modern ranch hazards are rattlesnakes, coyotes, and rabid skunks. Yeah. It seems, uh, seems crazy to me that that would be number three on the list of things to look out for. I mean, it's they're probably just, if they're rabid, they're probably just spraying their stink all day, every yeah. day.
1: Well, they only have so much stink, Tim.
0: When I was in first grade, I know, Tom. I did a whole
1: report on skunks in first grade. Well, maybe you can answer me this question, then. I have um, a skunk man. I'll try. A skunk man. He was a bad guy. He was one of the bad guys to He-Man. Mm-hmm, I remember. He still smells like a skunk. The action figure, not the man, <laughs> not the cartoon. But uh, I saw the action figure. Still smells. How do they do that? I don't know. That's, That's like not really
0: a, what skunk-related. That's more He's toy skunk manufacturing. Man. How is it
1: not related? <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm a skunk. Yourself expert. sound like a real idiot. I, Maybe uh, their third threat though uh, was really far down. You know.
0: Yeah. So it's like ninety percent rattlesnakes and coyotes, yeah. and then like ten percent. You also gonna need a knife, Tom. Okay. A folding cattle knife or stock knife. Uh, it, it'll have threatening multiple the c- threatening the cows? Um. Oh, no. A leather punch. I guess you lose a lot of weight out there on the range, so you got to punch another
1: hole <laughs> in your belt. So I have to bring a whole tool just to... It's part of the knife. Why don't I just go ahead and cut the holes in the belt in the first place?
0: I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just look. Well, you're busy beforehand. You're not always thinking about. Well, it. Well,
1: if I'm out on the range, uh, carrying around a leather punch, one less thing. It's part of a knife too, Tom. You can open. Oh, come on, cowboys don't have Swiss Army knives.
0: <sighs> all right, you're gonna need a lasso or a lariat. Duh. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> all right. Well, if you know so much about lassos, uh huh,
1: or lariats, mm-hmm. uh. Only tell, only city folks call them lariats.
0: Tell me what the loop at the end of uh, a lasso is called.
1: It's called uh, what it's for. is for catching cows. No, no, what's it? What is it? I called? told you what it's for. It's for catching the what cows. What's it
0: called? I'll give you hundred dollars. The kind of, loop. It's called a hondo. I don't think so. You missed a hundo for a hondo. Uh, doesn't sound like a cowboy word, Tim. Uh, you're gonna need some
1: spurs. Yep.
0: Riding a horse seems like a real.
1: You, you're hurting the horse. No. When I've ridden a horse, I haven't needed spurs. Yeah, then why do all the cowboys need them? So, uh, think I think a lot of cowboys hate horses. Yeah. They're just real. It's mean. ironic that they're called
0: cowboys, but they're, they they got to ride around on horses all day. <laughs> yeah. it must
1: be demeaning. Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't like it if they were called horse boys. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> cowboys i just came back from the range it's full of horse boys we have to get out of here
0: so what do you feel about like do you consider like rodeo cowboys cowboys are you a traditionalist in that like only 1800s only wild west uh cowboys are cowboys
1: well i mean there's cowboys and there's wild west cowboys
0: which do you prefer?
1: Wild West cowboy. What would what be you your mean? job I... in the Wild West? Being a Wild West cowboy, Tim. I
0: don't think you'd be good at it, Tom. I'd
1: be so good at it, Tim. Tom, I'd I be... went camping with you a few yeah. weeks ago. You almost died. Yeah, because I didn't have a six-shooter with me, let alone two. You didn't have six-shooters. I think I'd be real good at duels. and Not duels. Really? Showdowns. Where you
0: take paces and then turn, Yeah, and then you go,
1: <laughs> For For the listener at home, Tim just mimed loading a six-shooter Right, as he shot it. Um, I'm a really good shot. Tom, I know that not to be true. What do you mean you know that not to be true?
0: I've been to the shooting
1: range with you. Isn't it weird that we've shot guns? Yeah, I'm good with a gun. I'm good with a bow and arrow. So if, uh, if there was a problem between uh, uh, cowboys and Native Americans, Tim, and I had to take a bow and arrow, still be pretty good with it.
0: So, you'd still want to kill all the Native Americans no,
1: Tim, what I'm saying is maybe I'd take up arms with them and use the uh you know fight against the cowboys. Maybe I'd be a cowboy turncoat oh wow, yeah, well, a uh, true scoundrel, huh <laughs> hey, whoever pays the most uh what job would I do? uh I feel like uh <laughs> the doctor I think <laughs> if
0: we traveled back in time to uh-huh. the wild west, yeah we'd be far more qualified than any doctor to uh, treat people.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because we wouldn't be like, uh, here, put some leeches on this. Yeah. Uh,
0: Although, I don't know what I'd do, especially because the internet wouldn't work.
1: Yeah. I'd probably just diagnose everybody with consumption. Yeah, what is consumption? The flu? (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's a bad case of consumption. Mm. You might make it, you might not. I diagnose everybody with either consumption or hysteria. (laughs) And send them on their way.
0: What what other jobs are there? There's prostitute. Right. Uh, There's piano player or player piano roll switcher.
1: (laughs) Right, depending on the town and how modern it is. Right. Neither of us would be good prostitutes, I don't think. No. We're bad salespeople.
0: Mm. yeah we we don't have the uh, like wouldn't confidence. be able to upsell
1: yeah we wouldn't be
0: able to like, oh, choose me over all these other right things.
1: I'd be like oh I'm all right, I don't want to oversell yeah, you on exactly. me I mean I'll do <laughs> yeah anything right <laughs> that's what I bring <laughs> over all of these beautiful women, <laughs> I'll just do anything <laughs> um
0: I don't think I'm brave enough to be one of those uh grizzled bartenders that like it's just kind of like. Uh, like he'll pour you a drink but like when shit goes down all he does is just like turns his back he he's ducks. like oh yeah exactly yeah. yeah I'm not very good at cards so I couldn't be a card shark right
1: uh, I feel like being a blacksmith's probably like a, a pretty safe job I'd always I think I'd burn myself on the hot metal all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course you would, Tim. It glows red; it's so hot. Yeah, but like the other, the other jobs you went over, like a, a liability of those jobs is that you get killed. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think I'd, uh, I could get maimed. What happened? Didn't I happen a Johnny Tremaine? He got like uh, maimed with the a...
1: like a hot iron or something. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: what I'm worried about.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, and being a doctor, being a doctor wouldn't be safe either, because think think about how many people would come through your doors that would die soon after. Yeah. And people would be like, that doctor let him die. Oh, I could be a preacher. Tim. What? How are you going to be a preacher? I'll just talk um,
0: a whole bunch of things about how everybody sinned.
1: Um, and how they need to repent. See, be one. You'd be one of those preachers. You wouldn't necessarily have uh, like sermons in the church. You would just go around town going. I'd have sermons in the a, church. You're I'd be a like, sinner. Yeah, you well, need I'd tell to them repent. to their
0: faces while they're in my pews. Right.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of doing it now in modern
1: times. Becoming a preacher. Yeah, uh, Tim. This is a topic for another time, but I've given serious thought into starting a cult. Yeah. Like a lot of thought. I think I'd be really good at it. I don't know if you have the confidence. That yeah, that's the biggest thing. You need the confidence to either think you're right or just have that part of like your brain missing where you just don't care.
0: Yeah. I can either I think you you'd either need a useful idiot mm-hmm. where like you can like control him. Right. A charismatic man with too much confidence, or I can cut that part out of your brain for you.
1: <laughs> well, either You're way, willing
0: to do it, willing and
1: able. You know which part it is. Yeah. Ah, oh, Tim, you could be a Wild West surgeon. Yeah. You'd be doing a lot of brain stuff, wouldn't I you?
0: Would I do so much
1: brain You'd be stuff? Like, uh, let me just fiddle around in there for a little bit. Yeah. See if we can't cure this consumption and hysteria.
0: All right, I think we've covered everything there is to know about uh cowboys today.
1: Yeah. If you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your pal Tim. And if you want to support the show, you can support our sponsors. You can also do, uh, hey, holidays are coming up. If you're doing any shopping on Amazon, a real easy way to support the show is go to tcgt.com slash Amazon. brings you the same Amazon you know and love. But uh, when you shop through there, we get a little, a little taste. Yeah. Uh, and no f- cost to you. And the fun way, tcgt.com slash pledge, where you can uh, get a bunch of uh, fun bonus stuff by being a Patreon supporter, like uh, weekly mini episodes of the news starring Tim and Tom.
0: Yeah. If you we're- like
1: Big Mac talk. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the Big Mac talk at the top of this episode, you're going to love the news because we're, we're tackling all the big news topics like that. Uh, there's
0: a Reddit thing that Cat runs, yeah. uh, and she runs a TCGTE quotes, uh Twitter account that you should follow too. There's too there's too much. There's thing. too it's much. Like the Reddit dot com slash r slash TCGTE. Yeah. I like it when there's discussion there. It gives me something to look at. It gives
1: me something to read. <laughs> Not participate in. Just look.
0: I re- I participate sometimes.
1: Yeah. Is there anything else? Are you gonna watch Westworld now? It just seems like such a dang chore. It's not a dang chore. It's a dang pleasure.
0: I don't know. I don't like having to figure things out, Tom. You don't I have don't, to. I see, like these <laughs> things where it's like, oh, you'll never believe the twist. I don't care about the twist. No, the no, 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 no.
1: Because I don't uh, care why they're uh, on that island. They're not on an island. They're in the Old West. And it's not like that. That's what makes it nice. That a lot of the mysteries, you kind of don't even realize to so like a little bit in. You're like. Ah, wait a minute. This is mysterious. No, it's just kind of like oh, they never explained X, and I just kind of took for granted based on like uh, like uh, you know uh, other things in the genre that this was the case. But I guess they never spelled that out, huh? Let Mm. me let me start paying attention to this little thing. Honestly, the biggest thing why I think you would like it is the later episodes get into like how the theme park is wrong.
0: Oh, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, you had me at theme
1: park. That's my biggest missing genre. Tim, how much would you love a show, a drama that just took place behind the scenes at a Disney World esque theme yeah. park? Yeah, and you nothing, know what? Nothing higher. higher. Uh, yeah, there's no like concept oh, but really. Than that. It's, uh, it's nope.
0: uh, the, the president of the company's no. evil and he's trying to.
1: No. I want the West Wing, but set in Disney World. I want that.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing! Yeah, remember when that movie uh, came out, uh, Compliance? Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Where it was like about that fucked up thing that happened with the uh, At uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. But like the first fifteen <laughs> minutes of that movie was just how a fast food restaurant
1: like runs. How day-to-day. like the management works at a fast food yeah, restaurant. Yeah, and, and I was and, just yeah. like,
0: I could watch. <laughs> hours of this yeah. and then Netflix like some...
1: a 23 episode one hour drama about this yeah. and i'm in all right we should talk to aaron sorkin it's my uncle yeah we should talk to uncle aaron about yeah. uh about west wing at disney world honest i swear to god mark my words there's gonna be something people go back to and they're like oh he was right let's Look develop the
0: show tom oh,
1: god i, would, I, I don't want to develop it i just want to watch it let's get blackout drunk and write the pilot script All right. Uh, We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.